In a world of what are yous, welcome to the place where the answer is always human. My name is Natalie and you're listening to Some Kind of Brown, a podcast about mixed and multiracial life, current events, and ways to build the best life by a southern girl who's trying to figure it out for herself. Wow, we're back. It has been a while, or at least it feels like it's been a while since I've just gotten on by myself to talk to all of you. That being said, hello, if you are new, welcome. That feels like a YouTube video. (laughs) Hi, hello, if you're new, click the subscribe button. Welcome to our family. Oh well, I guess this is audio YouTube. We are officially in December, and that means that we just finished Red November. I am still processing what happened. Honestly, there are so many of you who are new and I am immensely grateful. I am humbled by everything that has happened in this last month. I just wanted to talk to people about MMIW and why it wasn't being addressed by people outside of the Native community. I wanted to talk to my sisters and my friends and people that I have made relationships with, and I have made even more relationships because of this project. And really, what was an idea that was birthed from just being upset that no one was listening, turned into something that I think can be very, very healing. Thank you to all of you who reached out after listening to Red November or seeing a post on Instagram or Twitter. All of your kind words have honestly just blown me away, and I think it's going to take me a bit to kind of process everything. But the biggest takeaway has been that Red November doing a month about MMIW and what it's like to straddle the two sides of being indigenous and mixed with something else is something that I don't want to talk about only in November. Granted, I have been documenting and talking about my own journey of self-discovery with my indigenous side, my native side, since I started this podcast. But it's been a year and a half since I started this podcast and I am in a completely different place as far as that goes. So for all of you who reached out and told me that this kind of journey and talking about what I shared and then talking about Diana with her heritage and her ethnic background coming from South America, as we are calling it, and how those women are completely left out of the narrative between talking to Aganaric and Aganasaguk or Amber about what's going on up in the north and Emily what's going on close to my side of the country. Just this big snapshot of where we are. Because we're all from very different backgrounds, it touched a lot of different people, and I think that's very important. Part of why Red November is so necessary is that our missing sisters aren't seen, our two-spirit members are not seen, so we need to make sure that we're being representative of all of the groups, despite the borders, that have kind of been pushed on us along with things like blood quantum. Having some kind of brown as a platform and being able to use that to highlight other people who are being visible and doing amazing things in their community, people who are on journeys like you who are listening and like me, it's good for all of us as a community. There's a lot of community healing that needs to be done, which I know is really countercultural in an individualistic society like we have in the United States. 
There are more and more podcasts now that are talking about what it's like to be mixed and multiracial, and that's something I took into consideration when I was thinking about what direction I wanted to take some kind of brown in. Since I started the podcast, I have celebrated each Ethnic Heritage Month with guests and cultural-specific content, and that isn't going to change, and I will continue to approach these things from the perspective of someone who is Indigenous and Black, but because there are people who are talking from their own perspective, which is different from mine, kind of fallen into their own niche, my voice has also developed, and this podcast has developed. Before we move on, I just wanted to say that you guys are absolutely amazing. I cannot believe how much of the Red November merch you guys bought. You raised $160 for the Coalition to Stop Violence Against Native Women, and that is freaking amazing. I have loved seeing all of you in your shirts and your sweaters. I've seen a mug and some stickers, and I know that one of you bought a onesie and one of you bought a notebook, and I need to see them, okay? Share your merch with me. It gives me life. Aganarg, I know, would love to see it too since she designed the merch. If you've been watching my stories, you saw a very fly example of someone wearing this shirt with this amazing hat. I loved it. I loved it. We even had a toddler wearing it, which was the most adorable thing that I have seen in a very long time. Thank you for sharing that. And I cannot say enough thank you to Aganarg, Diana Bermudez, Emily Washinez, Amber Aganasagak, Webb, you four have given me so much strength and so much inspiration. I really don't even know what to say. I'm so glad that you took part in this series, and I hope everyone enjoyed what they have to say. So this leads me to what I've really kind of been hinting about online and what I've been pondering in the last three weeks. What are we going to do after Red November? Where do we go from here? Because I know personally that Red November was an experience and something eye-opening that I did not know I was going to get as much out of as I did, and I did not know was going to reach as many people as it has, and I don't want to stop. There are too many people who have messaged me who have felt that they haven't been able to identify with one part or the other of themselves. There are too many people who have messaged me and thanked me for talking about the MMIW2S movement because they haven't heard it talked about outside of native Twitter or inside their own communities. There's too much for a community to bear. And just like the MMIW movement was birthed out of a feeling of being absolutely done with so many of our sisters going missing and no one doing anything about it, this project has kind of done the same thing. I've always shared stories on this podcast. Maybe it's time that we set aside some part of some kind of brown to tell this specific story. Because I am a Native woman. Because I am a Native and Black woman who has a platform about mixed race things. So here's what I'm thinking. I would love and am dreaming, thinking, kind of planning another podcast, which is really kind of a mini-series under the umbrella of some kind of brown specifically about MMIW and being mixed natives and kind of what's happening in our communities. I'm thinking of doing this in seasons, maybe two seasons a year, 12 episodes each, that will run parallel to content in some kind of brown. 
That's going to take a little bit of time because I am, again, a one-woman show. I am trying to work on expanding this one-woman show. Hopefully, I'll be able to get some help in the future, and that will actually speed up the process of creating this separate series. I don't know, it's kind of built on my original thoughts. I started Red November in the beginning because I felt like I had a responsibility to tell these stories and to find others who are willing to tell theirs. And luckily, we found some absolutely amazing members of our Native community who shared with us. But now, knowing what I do and hearing from some of you, I feel like we can do more. Yesterday, there was a tweet from one of you who said that Red November might be over, but we can talk about women and non-binary people all year round. And that is in line exactly with what I want to do moving forward. There are so many things that we could talk about, so many experiences that we haven't even touched on yet. I have so much that I want to do in the future with this podcast. With the expanded MMIW series and its seasons or however that's going to pan out. And with the future of Some Kind of Brown. Again, Some Kind of Brown isn't going to change. It's going to follow the same pattern of talking, interviewing, sharing, and highlighting things, especially on those Ethnic Heritage Months. But as this podcast is growing, so is our worldview. So if you are willing to join me, if this is something that you want, if you want to hear something specifically on some kind of brown, we're looking at the new year, I'm putting all my ideas down, this is the perfect opportunity to tell me what you want to hear. If you want to see that expanded MMIW series, tell me. Tell me how you want to see it. What do you see that podcast being? Because at the end of the day, this is for you as well. It started off as an outlet for me, but it is so much more now. And that leads me to my less serious topic that I want to talk about. I have used and called all of you the brownish family. I've used it in posts. I used it in the last episode. And no one has said anything about it. Are we sold on the brownish family? Do you have a better idea? Protest now or forever be stuck as part of the brownish family. Unless I get sued, there is mixed-ish and black-ish. But really... Do we need a monopoly on the issues? We can have a brownish. I mean, they, they can at least let me have brownish, right? So unless I hear any protests or any new and exciting ideas from all of you, we are and will forever be the brownish family. So I guess there are two things you'll all need to talk to me about. So keep an eye out for my social media. I might end up making an actual formal survey if some of you want to take that and kind of pan out some more ideas. I know for sure there are some topics that are coming up that I really would love to hear from some of you about. One of those is going to be skin whitening. If any of you have experienced pressure to lighten your skin, have been on the receiving end of any kind of colorism or participated in any kind of colorism because honestly, until you're made aware of something, you can unknowingly participate in it. And that is true for myself as well. So I would like to share my story with skin whitening with all of you. 
the healing that I had to do when talking about skin color and accepting myself and who I am as a woman of color because that is an experience that I know is not limited to me. It's still a problem today in almost all of the communities of color. I have yet to find an ethnic minority in the U.S. that has not been touched by colorism. And even on a global scale, there are a lot of countries that have some major problems with skin whitening culture. And on the other side of that, as skin whitening has become very popular, so has the appreciation of dark skin, which is very good and very healthy and it should be celebrated. But now we have this kind of light skin, dark skin thing and everyone who falls in between. So that's something I really want to talk about There is another mixed race podcast that just started, I think, a couple months ago. It's called Brownie Bonita, which is spelled brown space Y space Bonita, B-O-N-I-T-A. And it is run by two amazing young women who we will have the chance to talk to early next year. They just started out. I'm very excited about their podcast. They are one of those podcasts I was talking about earlier who are coming into the scene and talking about another perspective on mixed race. So another reason I feel comfortable kind of drifting into this indigenous side of myself and expressing that through the podcast. Definitely keep an eye out for them. Look them up. Listen to their podcast. I believe they have five episodes out right now. It's honestly a very exciting time. I love seeing more podcasts like this coming up because we all have such unique experiences and we all have so much to add. I don't know. I'm I'm excited about the time that we're living in, even with all of the crazy things that are happening. After this episode, we are going to resume regular some kind of brown content. Next week, we are going to have a collaboration with Danny and Brandy from Art Sistery. And if you haven't listened to the Art Sistery podcast, this is your time to kind of jump on it. Brandy and Danny are hilarious. I don't know half of what they're talking about when they talk about art, but it's fun to hear them say it. (laughs) Maybe I'll learn something eventually, but we are going to be talking about their experiences as mixed people as well. And that will be our last episode of 2019, our last episode of the decade, which is weird because everyone's talking about the end of the decade and I am neutral about it. Maybe I should be feeling something. Maybe I didn't take enough of a break after my surgery and I'm just tired, which is the next thing I want to talk about. I will be taking a break the last two weeks of December because your girl is tired, happy, elated, filled with creative energy, but tired. Of course, you all know that when I take breaks from posting, I am not taking breaks from social media, so I will still be talking about what's coming up. I would love to talk to you guys more while I have some downtime, and let's be real, I'm probably going to start working on episodes for next year. I'm sure you know that I'm going to be working on something. But I just wanted to take the time to kind of transition from our very heavy, very wonderful series of Red November back into regular content. I don't think it's something that we can just jump out of without saying anything, especially with this being the first time, and especially with the possibility of moving into something new. Actually, not the possibility. I can pretty much guarantee that in the next year we are going to have that series focusing on MMIW. So since we've come full circle, there are a couple things 
again, that I would really love to hear from you about. If you could tell me, if you've listened to the Red November series, what you got out of it, if you would like to hear more about this series or more expanded things within that topic, please let me know. This will really help me build what that sub-podcast is going to be. Also, chime in with our family name if you don't want to be brownish. You gotta let me know what you want to be. Otherwise, forever hold your peace. And there will be a brownish t-shirt in your future. <laughs> I can't. Honestly, I just really want to make a brownish t-shirt. And one day, I want to meet all of you and just have everybody in different colored brownish t-shirts. Because that is basically what our podcast is. I think that is everything I have for this episode. I hope to see all of you next week. For part one of my collaboration with Art Sistery, we are going to be doing something over on their podcast in the future. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know how you feel. If you don't have anything to say about the other two, tell me how you feel about entering a new decade because I need to live vicariously through you people who feel things about it. I'm not feeling anything and maybe you can inspire me to be excited or dread the next year coming up. Who knows? I have good feelings about it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Some Kind of Brown. And we have a growing private Facebook group that you can join as well. If you would like to support the show and be a part of our brownish family, I do have a Patreon where you can get ad-free episodes, bloopers, or good conversation bits that didn't make the final cut, early access to polls and upcoming projects, and more. You can buy me coffee through the link in the show notes or link tree to make a one-time donation if that's more your style. And to really help our colorful family grow, subscribe wherever you're listening and spread the word about this podcast. All of your support means the world to me and helps me keep going with this podcast. Thank you to Purple Planet for the use of their song, Love Life, and I'll see you later with some more Shades of Brown.